hate that lady. All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mark and Coco. And Coco is laughing hysterically. But um, welcome back. And uh, it's me, Mark Love, and of course, the incomparable Coco. What's going on? Oh my goodness. Coco. You are hilarious. They don't even, they can't hear the lady. Why, <laughs> why does she annoy you so much? I don't know. She's getting on my nerves. I ain't used to her. You should Always. be used to her at this point. Always telling me what to do and whatnot. I don't know you. I don't owe you no money. She's not telling you what to do. She's just letting you know what the deal is. Uh-huh. Ooh, my tea got cold. Yeah. I don't like her. Okay. Don't like her. Hmm. Well, you seem like you're in an interesting mood. <sighs> yeah, it's been a long morning. It has. It's been a long morning, so I am here. <clears throat> I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess today we're just gonna jump off into it. Okay. Uh, um, because everybody's talking about this, oh. so I guess we put our little two cents in as well. I guess. Okay. Dave Chappelle and his uh, show, The Closer, um, is getting a lot of heat, uh, especially from the transgender community. Um, I do not see... Mm -hmm. A whole lot that he did that would constitute that. I think it's just a history. Uh, he's had he has a history of telling jokes about them, and I guess they just tired of him telling jokes about them. Um, but he did say that he wasn't going to talk about him anymore. He said after after this, he said it was done. Um, but they uh. The community decided that they, well, I'm not, not all of them though. He has yeah, a large heard, amount of yeah, people I would supporting say, him. I would say it was a it was a really small part of the community yeah. that was uh, still outraged about it. Because even um, Caitlyn Jenner supported him, which I thought was pretty random. It was weird. Well, uh, they trying to make it political in in a way because now he's on. They talking about him on Fox News and all sorts of stuff. Okay, y'all just. Oh, Fox News cares about trans people now. Do no, they? I don't know. Fox Fox News is standing up for Dave Chappelle. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, they just politicized it. So anybody on the right, I'm not really like whatever. That's sad that they're standing up. What are they standing up? For Dave Chappelle, in terms of freedom um, well, of speech, pretty much. But that's the that's the veil that they like to put stuff on the. You know, when it comes to um, somebody who says something that might deem controversial, 
Uh, mm -hmm. They say, well, it's freedom of speech, unless it's somebody using the freedom of speech to talk bad about Republicans, then it's something else. But yeah, anyway, I, I still I can't believe people fall for that stuff. But uh, they do. It's clickbait or whatever you want to call it. Um, so what are your thoughts on what Dave Chappelle said? I, full well, disclosure, I, I have yet to see it. I have watched it twice. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in there really that I can see that they really get mad about, except for one thing. I heard the snippet. I understand where it's yeah. coming from. Yeah. One thing, but it was true. It was, <laughs> it's not like it's it's false or anything like that. It's true. What do you mean? I think the one thing that really stuck in the transgender community's crawl with some of them was when he made the statement that every single human being on this earth came from the tweaks of women's legs. And then he said, facts. And that is true. That is true. I mean, you can. They're disputing the, that? I don't know. I think it just made them mad. It because just made he said them mad. that they, they were birthed by their mother? Well, yeah. I thought it was something they're, about the, the comments on the appearance of their genitalia was where the outrage came from. Well, he did, he did that on several, of the, on several of the spots. Did he say that on, uh, on the uh, he was like, closer? <laughs> yeah, which um, which I think he did because I think that's what I read the excerpt from. Well, part of it, yeah, well, the, yeah, that's what they say, but I don't think that was that was it because I mean, there's some really good doctors in the world, but you can't make something out of nothing. I mean, it's gonna look different. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen any. I have. But. <laughs> But I've seen some plastic surgery. I mean, and, I think well, the I've thing seen about... I've seen like uh, 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 breast augmentations and stuff like that, and they don't look right. I'm sure you've seen plenty of those in your lifetime. I, uh, I've seen my fair share. Okay, we'll but... put a pin. We'll, no, we'll put a pin in the Dave Chappelle. Let's let's explore your thoughts on breast implants because I don't like them. Okay, like not them. at all. No. What is it that you don't like about them? They they're not real. They're not real. So they what just, if Lori wanted to get like some like a, a lift in, she, in some she's talked she's talked about that and I told oh, her. Oh she I, has. Yeah, and I was like, mm, mm -mm. I said, but it's your body, you do what you want, but uh, I'm not so if, she, if she was to decide to get them, I know this is really personal, but if she was decide to get to get them, would you be upset that she had them? <sighs> would you be turned off by them? I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'd be upset. I'd be disappointed because my thing is, why? Why are you doing this? Well, I mean, maybe I mean, it helps her feel better I about know, her appearance. I know, but. I know man. why the the probably the most important person in your life at this point that 
you should be worried about your appearance. Who cares about your appearance? Would be your husband. And if your husband is like, you know, I think you find the way you look, then why would you go change yourself? That tells me that you change yourself for somebody else. Well, she's probably changing it for herself. She doesn't really care necessarily. Well, and I'm not I'm saying just, that I'm she just, doesn't care what you have to say. I'm just kind of generalizing. That, that is, that is, I guess that could be somewhat true. But ultimately, it comes down to it's a personal choice. But I don't know. I have, I have friends that have breast implants and um, I will say um, one of my friends, she actually got hers removed out um, for health reasons. Um, but the reason she does regret getting them because she got them like when she was like in her, like right out of college mm. and like working and she got them to kind of assimilate in from a place of people noticing her. So she didn't really do it for herself per se. Yeah. She did it for other people. I have another friend where she actually like, I can tell a difference once she got them that her, her self-esteem just shot through the roof. So I can see, I think, I think it has to go back to doing it for yourself and not doing it for other people. I think you kind of get into a situation of maybe down the road, not really being happy with the decision that you, you've made, yeah. because, you know, that's a major surgery and you're changing your body and you're putting foreign objects and substances in your body that aren't really meant to be there. Yeah. So I, I can, I understand it, but for me, I kind of go back and forth on it. Um, Cause sometimes I would just love to have like a breast lift. That's all I want, like a reduction. But then I'm like, eh, do I really want to have surgery because I've heard, I've heard really good experiences and like really bad ones. And I don't know, maybe it's, it's me being vain. I don't want my breast mutilated. <laughs> after the fact and i'm not i'm even less happier than to begin with so right but it does help to have someone that um appreciates your body like what you were saying about you and your wife i think that makes a difference and i i think um that can make a big impact in terms of maybe seeing how other people see you and kind of helping to support you in, I don't want to say boosting your self-esteem, but sometimes you can boost your self-esteem just seeing how other people see you and appreciate you. Yeah. So I, I don't need breast implants, so I can't say. I've always had breasts, hate them, have a love-hate relationship with my boobs. Um. But, you know, I can understand why women are drawn to getting breast implants or just plastic surgery. So since we're talking about breast implants, 
and plastic surgery. What are your thoughts on like butt injections and such? Mm. Oh, your face right now is like look like someone farting. <laughs> yeah, it just it look. <sighs> some doctors are good, some of them are not. Right. So, and even it really depends on your body type and being realistic on how far you want to go with any type of augmentation. That that's a big part of it too. Being realistic. Michael Jackson was unrealistic. Mm, I think he was he unrealistic. I think well that, that well. That, that played into it too. Yeah. That played into it too. But part of the reason why I got botched is because he was not being realistic of what he wanted or what 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 couldn't be done or what he could pull off. Because some surgeons will say, I'll do whatever as long as you pay me. Others will tell you flat out, I'm not doing that because that's gonna look weird. That's that's taking mm. too much off or putting too much on or, or, or whatever. Um, it really depends on the doctor that you get. Now, you got like Nicki Minaj. Uh, like, take a little Kim. Oh, so sad. That is terrible. I don't even recognize her. No, she looks totally different. She totally changed her body. It's and like now, she's a caricature of herself. An yeah. extreme version of it. She looked like a cousin. She looked like Lil Kim's cousin or something like. No, she, she don't even and look then, like cousin. She looks outworldly. But see, this is the, this is the thing, though, and then and this plays into the self esteem thing. So now, when she got all this surgery, because she didn't stop, she kept going. Mm -hmm. So now, when she shows up the places, now she's self conscious because of how bad she looks. It's kind of like this vicious cycle. <clears throat> yeah, like people kind of go into. Yeah, um, like she didn't. So she, you know, she got she got bigger boobs. Yeah, you know, or whatever, and she got a whole bunch of face stuff done, and she just looks absolutely terrible. She looks plastic. Yeah, so she that's has very much. She wears a lot of. She, it's she the makeup, makeup but it's also the fillers and how it stretches your like <clears throat> it fills your skin up in an unnatural way yeah because they're trying to fix what what was jet what, what was, was jacked up. yeah because yeah. when you start putting things in your face it stretches the skin out and yeah my face looks like a plate it's just like sad i just I'm just curious to know, like, what is her why around? Well, I, well, I know she said she's always had she had some body image problems or something like that. Um, that is so sad because I, I mean, you think of Little Kim, like back in the day. Yeah. I mean, gorgeous woman, but she's so petite and tiny, you wouldn't expect her to have big boobs and a big ass, right? Because it doesn't fit her frame. No, but she tried to fit in with everybody else. I get else. that. That's how. And that's one of the interesting conversations that I find you like I'll have with my friends about big booties and, and butts and thighs and such in the black community. Mm -hmm. Like 
that's not a common thing for every single black girl. Like every single black girl does not have a big booty or thighs. No, and there's and, different you know, honestly, shapes and such. Honestly, it it is a um, it is a I guess it is a fantasy on the immature side. What do you mean by I that? Mean, meaning that fantasy a lot on of guys, the immature side. A lot of guys who who are really fixated on it, they're immature. Oh, you mean in terms of seeing certain Big body? Bun, Im- yeah, it, it it's a level of immaturity. Um, because like when you mature like I am, when you see a young girl that's got, you know, big thighs and a big butt and big breasts and everything, I'm thinking like 20 years down the road, I'm like, man, that ain't going to turn out right. (laughs) What do you mean? Like real on her or, or. Yeah. Real. Like, like real. So, okay. You gonna you gonna be about 300 pounds. What? you go to yeah. that because she has because it's not yeah because that's not that's not a fit look you, you know what i'm saying it's not a look of a fitness of having an hourglass shape if that's your natural shape yeah and naturally so you're saying that okay we need to be careful here so what you're saying is that, and I don't agree with you if this is what you're saying, that if you have natural large breast, No, to, it, to an extent. I'm talking about somewhat over-exaggerated. You know what I'm talking about. There's some, there's some girls. I know some of them, and they're that, not fat. They're, no, they're no, no, not I'm skinny about, either. I'm talking about over-exaggerated. Well, it's a bad example because I can't show anybody what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's but a very bad you, example. Do you, but you know, when you when you see someone, you know, like, okay, that is going to be a problem down the road. And then others is like, okay. I don't, I don't see that. She's, she's good. Men do. Really? Is the, that is, is so... And see, that right there is why women well, have insecurities... That, no, because that, that, that type is, of yes. thought see, that's feeds the problem. into that. You need to stop thinking what men want in an immature state. That's immaturity. So you're saying that an immature man would look at a woman with that and would have that thought, not someone that's mature. Yeah. So what would be the mature man seeing a woman in her 20s with ample breast and a butt and thighs it it really it really depends it depends on how exaggerated it is okay same girl same girl from other scenario just you have two men one mature and one immature you just said what the immature one would say what would the mature man say looking at the same woman oh uh, probably like oh you know she looked good but i gotta see her mama i wonder what her mama looked like i have heard men say that <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. i don't 
is and is is true. And then on top of that, like That's you know, so with your sad. grandma, we put so, we put so grandma, much we put so much weight on how people look and how it's gonna age. Yeah. Yeah, but do you understand why Lori is like looking at her breast and like I should get some boobs? Yeah, because it's all because gravity. Well, it's that and the fact is that your breasts just naturally sag. Like after thirty-five, you start to realize, oh, yeah, yeah, wait a minute, you're getting closer to my waist, and that's part of that's part of life. Yeah, (laughs) it's part of life. It is what it is. But you know, um, you got women that run around here that uh in their seventies, all perky and whatnot. It's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Don't even look right. Maybe they have a good um some of them do push up bra. Some of them do. They have that too. I a oh, lot of it is undergarments. I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot me, of it is arm and Don't get me started on the lies. On the undergarments? Yeah. <laughs> You've seen those videos. You seen I those love videos? Uh, Victoria's Secret got that right. Like, I mean, he just, he just, just like, I'm, I'm like, that poor girl is getting beat up to fit into that little, little girdle. You know what I'm talking about? There's this company that, um, they got some videos out where they make these uh, body shapers. Mm-hmm. And these women come in here and you like, come on, baby girl, that, that ain't all going to fit in there. And they need help putting it on. First of all, if you're going to buy something and you need help, assistance. That's not a great investment. <laughs> do not get it. How do you take you that off home, by yourself? It's probably easier to get it off than It's on. always a lot easier to get it off. But, man, I'm I'm like, come on, man. Really? Like, that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, if, if, if you want to be that shape, then put the work in to be in that shape. Well, it's not even that. I think sometimes it's about embracing your body with where well, it is. Well, and that and that too. And that too. But it goes all the way back to, you know, I guess the dawn of man. You know, everybody wants to everybody wants to be an individual, but everybody wants to look alike. I never understood that. I've never understood that. I think it's a cultural thing. I remember I remember in the 80s when black women were shamed for having butts. Yeah, I heard about that. And right, and black men were like, what is going on? Like, hmm. no. So like I had, you know, I got the, you know, I got the Gloria Vanderbilt song like, mm, mm, you put the squishes your your booty. Yeah, you like you need yeah. to get some Jordash, girl. You need to get them Jordashes, right? And then it took Sir Mix a lot to come out, and this was the turning point. Yeah, you know it. You know it, and that's when because because I can tell you this, a lot of you know I'm not like listening to you men, right now, right? A, a lot of white men really just focused on the face. They focused on the face. They didn't really look at nothing else, right? I've heard white men, this is a huge generalization. White men yeah. are more about boobs. Black men are more about butts. Nah. Nah, for now, like at 80s. this point in time. Like in the 80s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was a stereotype. Because isn't that around no the time that because um, white women didn't have butts. implants were. Yeah, and, and white women didn't have butts. Yeah, white women didn't have butts. 
Well, they they weren't so, encouraging the so, ones that did have a shape to have a shape either. No, because there were some back in the day. This were shapes. oh yeah, like Marilyn Monroe or Bridget Bardot or Sophia Loren. But that Sophia literally Loren, yes, but a handful. I mean, literally a handful. You can't name anybody else. Oh, maybe uh, what's the name? Um. But I think it's because they were trying to assimilate in terms of what what society in the world was saying is now the standard well, of beauty. Well, see, back then they were called they were called sex pundits, basically. Like they were sex pundits. Uh, they were these objects of desire. I don't like that word. Which that which word triggers me. Men would not white men wouldn't say yeah, yeah. I like that out loud but white women kind of just like well that's not my natural shape that's not natural you know so I just it think kinda... it's all it's all just sad because everyone has a different shape because you know I look at me right. and mom and we don't have the same shape but she's my mother. Yeah. So I think it's just it's just really sad. And I just I guess because I, I have I work with women that have um, body dysmorphic type of issues. And I have my own issues that I, I work with. And sometimes, you know, I have my good and bad days. But I just think it's so sad that we just don't have this space for people just to be who the hell they are, you know? Like, why are we looking well, at people's bodies and judging them and, and oh, determining I mean, their value based on that? Like, where did that come from? That's always been there. That's always been there. Just because it's always so been there doesn't mean it's right. So it's always been a thing of if you don't have anything, you got to have some. Right? What does that mean? Wait, say that again. If you don't you have know? anything, you got to have something. Meaning, if you don't you have, any money, have something, you never have nothing. Well, that's we're, we're talking, about talking about people here. I didn't say smart people. I'm talking about just people. So most people will rather have something and use the mess out of it just to have something so if you had a girl living in the hood she ain't got no money but she got a big butt you know tight pants or if you got a guy who's ugly as all get out but his family got money driving a bmw if you have somebody who say like me in high school we didn't have a whole lot of money. Um, I try to, I try to fit in with everybody else. But when they got to that point where I realized that I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I was looking like a clown. I was like, screw it. I just, I just did what I wanted to do. And that was so freeing, was it not? Yeah, but mm -hmm. I mean, at the same time, it was, it was challenging though. 
because yeah, when you're kid, you, yeah, you'd have people bully you or make comments and yeah, because when you kid, see when you when you're a kid, it's amazing how schools they talk about individuality, they don't, but they don't practice it. it. They don't practice it because kids run in herds. If some kid comes to school wearing some Air Force Ones, some black Air Force Ones, that everybody got to wear a black Air Force One. If some kid comes to school wearing a billionaire's boy club sweatshirt, that everybody in school's got to get a billionaire's boy, uh, billionaire's boys club. Mm, I guess I was a little different. Well, I didn't care so I'm much. Talking about, I, I'm talking about for the most part, though. I'm not talking about yeah, I, we, uh-huh. we were a little different. We were mm-hmm. a little different. I said we were a little different. But for most part, most kids, you know, they, they want to run in packs. Even though they don't want to hang out with certain people. I know. They still want to have, you know, they still want to have the same uniform on as everybody else. There was, they don't practice individuality. They just don't. Kids do not do that. Well, I mean, society doesn't encourage that. I mean, you think about it from birth, you start by checking boxes well, that don't yeah, necessarily we, you completely fit into. We talk about it all the time, but we don't practice it. I mean, they make movies out of being an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, be yourself, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it's always we get in the movies, so guy's trying to fit in with everybody else. And then finally he decides, you know, I'm just gonna be myself, becomes himself, and then he becomes popular, blah, 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 or whatever. I mean, that's they make movies out of that stuff because that is really hard to do for kids. It's not easy to do. It's hard to be an individual in high school. There's a there's a kid that goes to Aaron School now. I mean, we I've told you about her. Wearing a clown ties and just wearing anything <laughs> completely opposite what anybody else wears. <clears throat> and she's Love being her. an individual. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Being an individual. But at the same time, she looked crazy as all get out. Mm-hmm. So, so as a parent, you want to instill that individualism. But at the same time, you don't want your kid to have bad days in school because she's an individual. It's it's hard for a parent. I think it's hard either way because like I, I remember in school how hard it is. I mean, it's hard no matter what you choose, right? Because it's hard trying to fit into a crowd that you don't really want to fit into with that doesn't feel comfortable, but you just kind of force yourself to just, okay, this is what they're doing. So this is what I have to do. And it sucks and you're miserable and you're unhappy. So I, I, it can kind of go both ways. Yeah. Because I mean, most kids, That's just life. it's all about the, the effort that you agree and commit to putting time and attention into being who you are and presenting in a certain way. Well, kids, 
Well, kids generally don't put any effort into it because they all try to assimilate. They all try to assimilate. Yeah, so some do. So when majority. So when you get into, you know, when you start going to school, it's I want to say it's almost an order of natural selection. <clears throat> you fall into a crowd that you're basically not necessarily naturally uh, fall into, but you fall into a crowd to where you basically, you know, you try to go in this group. They're like, nah, you go in this group, like, nah. And then you get into this group. You're like, hey, how you doing? You're like, okay, these people accept me, but it's not the group that you wanted to be in, but it's the group that accepts you. So, some kids find encouragement in that, and some mm -hmm. kids find disappointment in that. Mm -hmm. They're always trying to lead that group, trying to get to another group. It's like if you're in the band, but you want to be with the athletes, mm -hmm. that's hard to do. It's two different groups. Yeah, it's two totally different groups. But even though you want to be with the football team, you know, you over here with the band, you know, um, and, and sometimes that's forced upon by the parents, like, you know, no, you're not playing football or whatever, you know, or, you know, your daddy played trumpet, you can play trumpet too, or <laughs> whatever. So um, there's many different scenarios of how this can kind of play out, how a kid would fall into a group. But sometimes it's, 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 natural selection to a degree uh, depending on your um what groups you can't get in what groups you can't get in because most kids don't know what group they in until they really look up and say okay this is the group i'm in i mean have you ever been with a group of friends and you turn around and you look at them and you're like damn that's my squad <laughs> oh wow no like, have you no because i never really ran with it just one group i kind of i was a social butterfly mama tell you this i just yes you were i i was but see i think for me i'm perfectly comfortable on my own i don't need a group yeah, but i, I can, can like so i understand like what you're saying kind of you visit for you you visit this little group this little group this little group you know like you can yeah. move through because i always i always thought easily people people were fascinating and just even though i had my uh you know my little issues growing up as a kid as any kid would i did find it fascinating how some of these kids were going through these issues that I just found just fascinating. Like, you know, why would you do, you know, like, why would you do that? Or, or whatever. Um, so it always was a point of curiosity 
on why people act the way that they do. And, and you know, and it plays. I've always been the type of person that I, I put people in different boxes. So whatever box I put you in will determine how I interact with you. So, so I don't treat everybody the same. Yeah, some people treat everybody the same. And that's why some people are like, are we friends or what's going on? You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I put people in different boxes. So whatever, whatever the person puts in, that's what they're going to get out. So if you talk crazy, you get crazy. From you? If you talk in intelligence, then you get intelligence. Yeah, you know, that's that's what you get from me. Because I mean, there's friends where we just wacky like all the time. Uh, Grown ass black man saying wacky, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, okay. But but you wow. know what I'm saying? You know, we ha we have a good time. Uh, and then there's yeah. others that you know that always you know hmm, you know pondering you know space and time continuum and all that other stuff and you know i get I, I can get into that mode if i'm hanging out with that person um there's people that i just don't like i don't hang out with them <laughs> you know they're like hey you want to go nah player you we're good and you know they might not you know sometimes there's people that i i, I don't like and i don't tell them i don't like them. i just don't hang around them and it comes a point where they'll say, well, man, what is your problem with me? And then I'm honest, you know, depending on surroundings, uh, where we at, uh, depending on how honest I'll be. But eventually we just have a discussion, you know, like, I don't like you, man. You don't say it like that, do you? Yeah, I was like, I don't like you. I don't care for you. I don't like you. I don't like your face. I don't like your shirt. I don't like you. Oh, so I just say, yeah, whatever, we just don't buy together. Know, like, don't yeah, go like that extreme. You, That's extreme, yeah. Mark. Like, whatever you thought was going on ain't going on, player. So I'm gonna stay over here. You stay over there. I'm just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. But um, which few and far between? I mean, I don't, I don't hate nobody. But I think it's uh, important to have different people in your in your little circle so you have a point of reference outside of your own yeah and it keeps it interesting too because i think that's the problem with i think that's the the biggest problem right now as adults we have all resorted back to being kindergartners because now there's two groups and some of these people have no business, no business being involved with any type of thing, anything that's political, nothing. So now you got Republicans, you got Democrats. And I've seen people on both sides. I'm like, man, you have no business following politics. That's not your forte. You can't, I mean, you sit here arguing about something that you don't know nothing about. So why are you talking about stuff that you don't know nothing about? It's because they, they found a group and they're trying to fit in. But the problem is 
a lot of these groups, like it is in school, it becomes an echo chamber. Mm. And nobody learns anything. They keep on the same stuff. If you talk to if you if you talk to somebody, I know this is sounds bad, but I don't care. If you talk to somebody who's uneducated, somebody who, and when I say educated, I'm not talking about somebody who went to school. I'm talking about somebody who likes to learn things, who likes to take different things in, processes, difficult things, maybe stuff they don't understand. Maybe like, I don't understand about black holes. And then you watch a show about black holes. And like, okay, I kind of get an idea about black holes. But most people don't do that. There's people who, um, I'm trying to pick on Republicans, but they're just easy targets right now. There's there's people who graduate high school and high school and, they, and they're 40, 50 years old and high school was the greatest time of their life. That's yes. how pathetic these people are, right? So, yeah. or even college so, for some people. No, I ain't talking about even going to college. I'm talking about these people just at high school. They got out of high school because this was the American dream. Got a high school, got married, got a job, had a family, you know, the 40, 50 years old, and their kids are, you know, 25, 30 years old, right? So now instead of learning, because they never progress, learning how to work different equipment, how to fix their car, okay, that's great. But intellectually, you're stunting yourself so instead of trying to learn new things they're sitting here watching shows on how to hunt deer they already know how to hunt a deer so why are you watching shows about it well because i like it, it okay keeps them in their little box of comfortability exactly mm -hmm. exactly but and see that's the thing about learning is you have to get out of that box if you don't get out of the box, you're never going to learn. You can lie to yourself. So, well, I'm learning more about deer. Like, come on, man. <laughs> really? He's no, he is mastering his knowledge on deer. I mean, that's the lie they tell themselves. But that is what we've kind of resorted to and this person has no business following politics because that same person if you say something like you know you know who would you vote for president well donald trump well why donald trump oh because you know hillary and biden are all crooks and blah 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 i hate to tell you almost every politician is a crook yeah, but to say, to call out <laughs> Biden and Hillary as crooks and, and just totally ignore a crook. everybody, yeah, <laughs> an actual crook. This is what I <laughs> and it's been documented. And, and Trump is like, he, they like, know he I doesn't hate to say this, bills. but like his picture would be right next to Jesus, an example of white crook. Jesus. Not white yeah, Jesus. Exactly. No, it, we're, it's we're, not we're bringing Jesus into this. Oh, honey girl, they got pictures of Trump right next to Jesus on the wall. Oh, they wrote worship. There's them. some church. 
You remember them in black churches where you used to have the fans? That that's such and they a have Martin Luther King. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. At least Martin Luther King was a pastor, right? Well, he had godlike and he, and he, and he qualities. Fought, I don't say godlike qualities. Don't go go that far. I mean, he was I a flawed man. Like I think everybody has godlike but, qualities. But he was a man. He was a man of the cloth, and he fought for human rights. Donald Trump, only thing he fought for is the women that he slept with to shut up. That's all he fought for. And stealing his brother's money from his nephews and nieces. And Donald Trump, you listen to this, you are a terrible person for that, man. You are wrong. You stealing? Why are you stealing your nieces and nephews' money that was left by their father? Your brother. Uh, I didn't know anything about that. Just, I mean, terrible. Just absolutely terrible. And then all this stuff about Trump has been documented, but they don't care because it becomes an echo, echo chamber. And they know all this stuff. They know it to be true, but they don't talk about it. Hmm. So that's where we are now is that you got these two big echo chambers. Nobody learning nothing. Nobody learning nothing. The Republicans, they're not even trying to figure out Democrats. They don't care. Because that's their that's their political view. To just Democrats, know everything that they... Yeah, just know against everything they got. Democrats are trying to figure out why Republicans are the way they are. Which is a waste so, of time. It's not a waste of time. All you got to do is just remember what you did when you was in junior high. That's my point. It's a waste of time. We shouldn't yeah. be. This is what frustrates me about the Democratic Party is is why are we spending time trying to figure out the other they side? Get, like, they, like they they're get, not getting anything done. Well, because they're trying to figure out. Well, why why are they doing this? I know, I know, like, I get that. But they're, they're trying, trying to be too. They're trying to be too intellectual about it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not. It's not rocket science. Does understanding why people do what they do, does that help the greater good in terms of, I guess I'm curious to know. In a way, in a way. Will knowing that help them? Yeah, in in a way. um, It'll help you navigate around that issue going forward. But the problem is that it's not, it's not just one. It's it's multi-layered. No, it's, it's something they can't. Yeah, they can't combat because you can't combat stupid, right? You can try to teach somebody who's stupid. Now, teaching somebody who's dumb, yeah, because they just don't know any better. Somebody people are stupid and they know better. You can't educate no stupid person. You can't. I I think for me the people who and it's on both sides because i think you do have oh, some yeah. democrats that just kind of dig their heels in there's just yeah. a lack of allowing people the space to be what's comfortable for them i think that's the biggest issue i have well, around well like, the problem is too, right too this is my down. body my right type of concept you know it's so interesting because they have this 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 narrative around wearing masks like it's my body so i should be able to choose what i put in 
put, you know, what I do yeah, to my body I have a, it's and my that body with the I vaccine. And it's just like, why, how are we picking and choosing things now? Because they can. Well, because they, that's what they're, <laughs> they do that because to justify whatever, their behavior. Right, right. But see, this is what I'm saying. These are stupid people. You say stupid people say stupid stuff and listen to stupid things. So you have somebody who would say something like that, but well, at the same time that are anti-abortion and everything else. But when it's time for them to get in line, they're like, no, I can't do that. Right. right. Well, then yeah. let's they're then all let about else. freedom of choice and, and right. freedom of speech. You can't pick and line, choose when it's appropriate. Here. Right. That line right there, everybody's in. Everybody's in that line. Mm -hmm. So for you to say, well, it's my body's my right. Well, that applies to everybody in this damn line. Not just you. Right. Right. Just on the whole mask issue. Right. You know? So when you okay, call if you don't want to wear a mask, it, that's cool. Yeah, when you call people out on it, they say, well, it's in the Bible. That's still we're talking What's about my body. What's in the Bible? You know what? And that's another thing. If you actually read the Bible, I cannot remember. I can't remember. A lot of people, they point to it. But there's a, there's a portion in the Bible where, the, where it basically instructs the husband, if he believes his wife to be unfaithful, to drink a bitter. And if she gets sick and loses the baby, she was unfaithful. But if she drinks it it does not get sick then it is your child what the hell that is in the bible that is in the bible i mean the bible has so many things in it and it's all about it's got a lot of things it kills me when people say well man well the lord said you know uh gay people's wrong well it's also wrong to grow different crops at the same time it's also wrong to wear uh, different tile, uh, uh, style um, types of uh, textiles uh, at the same time. Uh, it's also wrong to eat certain foods on certain days at certain time of days. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We, I just don't understand it, why people have such visceral reactions around homosexuality. Because because it, it is a political tool now. That's it's it. It's sad. It, it really it is, is sad. A, it is because a it is a rally cry. That's all it I is. Don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Most, I can tell you right now, even the most hardened preacher probably has never read the Bible front to back. And I can tell you why, because it's a hard read. I didn't say that's a hard it's read. Not easy. <laughs> it's it a hard, hard read. read. It's very hard. Because you'll read it. And then you'll scratch your head like, I don't, either you don't understand it or it contradicts itself or you just can't believe what you're reading. I think. And, and I think church has gotten, church has gotten really good at making sure people do not read the Bible. They've gotten really good at it. I mean, I don't it think is. People want to read the Bible either. I think some people have gotten very lazy. No. Everybody's lazy. Around. That half our economy is based on laziness. Well, yeah. That's true. I mean, fast food and you name it. I mean, legal Zoom, 
All this stuff is all based on. He said legal Zoom. <laughs> why? Why are you? Why are you calling out legal yeah. Zoom? It's a great alternative to because, the lawyer. Yeah. It, well, that's that's the that's the pitch. But honestly, what it is is most of the stuff you could do yourself. Well, yeah. But nobody cares. Nobody wants to take the time out to learn. Uh, you know, uh, real estate law. I mean, you do you really, blame them? Though? I mean, yes. What Be that lazy. you should learn real estate law? If if it's that important to you, you should learn about it. If it's that important to you, then you should learn about it. Period. If you don't want to learn about it, but it's important to you, then you just lazy. Well, there's some areas that's what laziness lazy. is. That's what laziness is. It's when, when something's important to you, but you just, you can't be bothered. I don't think it's really that important to you. Sometimes it's really not that important. No, to you. you you under you underestimate the laziness of people. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just speaking from a I, Zoom standpoint. In terms of laziness of people, yeah, yeah I get it. I, mean, I understand that's, it. That's why, that's why they. They go, so I go to church to hear the good word. Well, you can actually read it in your house. You don't have to go to church. And actually in the Bible, it doesn't say, well, it does, it does say gather, but it's at certain times on certain days. So Sunday is just a made up man, uh, day that men made. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It tells you. It actually tells you in the Bible when you need to get together and all the other stuff. But anyway, um, that's just pure laziness. So you got somebody who's a hardcore Christian who goes to who goes to uh, church every Sunday, all day. I would take I take that back. Not even all day for a couple of hours. <laughs> you go home. Watch football, you spend some time with your family, and you go to bed and you go to work, and you're an attorney. Why are you right? why, why are you giving the legal community such a well, heart? because do you need some legal advice? Because because being an attorney is your job. You have to learn this stuff because it's your job. Mm-hmm. But but going to church church. It's a choice. Let's be honest. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have mm-hmm. to go to church. It's a choice. So, what's more important to you? Being an attorney or being faithful to God? God. Exactly. That's what that's what 99.9% of people will say. And now one of them read the Bible. They go to church for two hours out of a week for a guy to tell you the same thing that he told you a year ago from today. He <laughs> just read. It's like, okay, exactly. it's November 12th. Do. So that's what they do. Have you ever seen Uncle Thurman's planner? It's a program. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's a program. I mean, I've always the- I have always struggled with the idea of of going to church and that denoting that you're a good christian because it's it's like it's so funny because me and my mom me and mom yes she's my mom she's not your mother um we always joke about how there's this big church 
And when church comes out, it lets out. They are the most aggressive. I have been flicked off. I have been called a bee outside of the window. And it's like, you just left church. You just received the word of God and you were being everything but godly. That's the laziness. It's so funny. It's hilarious. It's the most hilarious thing. That's the laziness I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like, well, in church, church, just checked it off your to do list. Church has brainwashed people to believe that all you have to do is say, I believe in Jesus. No matter what I did prior to this, I'm going to heaven. All I got to do is pray on it. They're good. It's a daily practice. It's a daily practice being connected to the God that's within each of us. And going to church two hours a week is not meeting that quota. It just doesn't meet the quota. It's supposed to be 24-7. That's what I said every day. It's a daily practice. And you have a checklist of things you need to do every day. Do you do this checklist, Mark? Every month? Nope. Don't nobody do it. And the the people who do do it, we call them crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Because sure. I know I keep I keep my my faith based practices to myself because people would think, well, one they probably well, wouldn't call me a Christian. They'd be like, well, that's not Christian like behavior. Well, oh, when anybody tells me that, I just say this. Anybody can use this because this is what Granddad told me. You heard me say this before. The only person that's gonna get you to heaven is you. Ain't nobody on this earth going to get you to heaven. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your preacher, not your wife, not your husband, not your kids. Nobody. And nobody thank God for that, earth. though. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Wouldn't nobody, you want that? But, Could you but see, imagine our father getting us to, to um, yeah. heaven? Yeah, exactly. But that's the magic trick. Because they think, well, I got to go to church if I want to get to heaven. No. You got to get right with your God if you want to get to heaven. I think that's the sad thing because I've been going through this spiritual study sanctuary. And one of the things that came up for me when I first started it is that I realized that I have, have a lot of trauma around going to church that I had to kind of like heal and just what they tell you that is just not true at all. They tell you that in order to keep showing up going to church doing not really questioning the word of god that you received in church which you should always question it yeah because the preacher is no like he's no different than me from the standpoint of having access to the bible and reading it and studying it right you don't do that in churches i remember like i don't hear people going remember bible study like you would go to study certain parts of the Bible to get a deeper understanding and connection with the Word of God. Yeah, but I that's don't hear been, people talking been, about going to Bible study anymore. They got, no, they go to Bible study all the time, but it's been hijacked. Wow. Because it's whatever. So now when you go to church for Bible study, I do like instead of church. having deep conversations have snacks. about scripture, mm-hmm. you are basically learning what the preacher is going to talk about today. Oh, gosh, like the upcoming um, um, 
sermon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And so when you're an adult, okay, we're going to talk about, you know, Leviticus. Okay. Like and they it. have they have a checklist that they go down. There's no discussion. Leviticus. It's always, well, how how did how did this scripture, you know, um affect you, you know, last week? Some people just gotta come up with some mess on the fly because they have no idea what the scripture is really about. I think that's so, sad, though. There's only, so, there's only so many times you can talk about John 3.16. <laughs> what about John 3.17? 3.18? 3.19? What about the rest of it? It's a whole I book. Say, that's just John. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how many times we got to talk about it? There's, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. The problem is that don't nobody want to talk about it. Don't, don't nobody want to talk about, did you know that if somebody sees your kids doing something wrong, they can actually stone them to death? Did you know that if your wife is accused of cheating on you, you lawfully can kill your wife? Did you know that if your wife is on a menstrual cycle, she is not supposed to be in the same house as you. She is supposed to be into a building adjacent to the building that you're in. Hey, I may be here for that. I'm, I love the red tents that they used to pop up during those times. Well, you know, because all the I'm women were like synced up, so they were in there celebrating, having coffee, like having tea and cookies and such. Yeah, but. All that stuff, you know, like when, when you, so when I hear a, a Christian woman talk about, you know, uh, you cannot be a feminist and be a Christian woman. You can't. Huh? Hard, hardcore. Hardcore. Talking about if you follow, if you follow the Bible just strictly, you are not a feminist because the Bible is not written for feminists. Not supposed to be working. Actually, you're supposed to be doing all the chores. Did you know that? I do all the chores now, so. I'm just saying, if you get married, yes, I'm a Christian. You're supposed to. Be doing all the you're supposed to well, I'm not a Christian kids, because I'm not married. House, cut the grass. You're supposed to do all that stuff. Everything. Well, Mark. You yeah, you ever heard that? You ever heard that phrase, uh, the house is the woman's domain? Mm -hmm. That's what that means. Like, go, go that clean you do up. everything. No, you do everything in that house. Everything. Man comes home, don't do nothing. Doesn't lift a finger, doesn't do So anything. what does that say about you? Because you clean up around the house and you cook sometimes. I do everything. I do everything. Oh, yeah. so you're the woman in the relationship? No, I'm saying I help out, do everything. We all do everything right here. Oh, I thought you were saying you did everything. Well, I mean, I you do help. everything. Yeah, I'm not saying I do everything every day. No, I'm the only one doing it. No, we all we all chip in and do it. Because we lazy. We all lazy. <laughs> what? It's just so contradictory. We all chip in and do it. 
Oh, because like, yeah, I didn't feel like folding the clothes, so you can go do that. You can do it. Yeah, you want fold these clothes? Yeah, you bad. You know, I know. like you gonna, know. you gonna you gonna make the bed? Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I want to do. It. <laughs> you don't say that part. You like you gonna you gonna make the bed? Yeah, yeah. I make the bed. Okay, good. Oh my goodness! Because you didn't want to do. We had the most interesting conversation. We started talking about Dave Chappelle. Then we started talking about breast implants. Then we started talking about Christianity. The only yeah, thing we have not talked about was food. Uh, we did good this time. Yeah, we did. Until right to the end, you messed it up. Anyway. We we're not talking about it because we're getting ready to wrap it up mm -hmm. and end this episode. See, now, but now I'm thinking about food. Oh, are you? Thanks, Coco. Appreciate it. Okay. What kind of food are you thinking about? <laughs> we had spaghetti last night. Ugh. I'm trying to think of what I want to eat. Okay, how are you going to say now you're thinking about food, but you don't, like, what are you thinking Cause about? Because I'm, I'm thinking about what I want to eat. Oh, okay, well, close it out as you process the answer to that. All right. So, damn, I forgot about that. <clears throat> so, thanks again for joining another awesome podcast. It's Coco Z. We talked about a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you like talking about everything in one hour, this is your show. <laughs> This was a pretty tame one in terms of like we do not, 50 we never, million topics. This one was we pretty. never stay on point. But they all intertwine. And it that tells you how complex everything really is. There's no there's no simple answer to everything. Um, so it just tells you how everything is intertwined. That's all. So with that, with all my stuff falling off my chair. I bid you adieu, and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Coco. Bye.